God. Uh, what's this? Oh my God, I'm coughing. Oh my, oh my God, I've been buried alive. Help! Help! I've been buried alive. Help! I'm not dead. Oh, please. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Right. Phone. Phone. Uh, 3% battery. Oh, thank God. Oh God. Hello? Hi. Paul, is that you? Yes, who's this? It's your Uncle Dave. Listen, it's very important that you go and get your dad. Uncle Dave? But you're dead. No, I'm not dead. I don't know what's happened, but I've been buried and I'm not dead. Please go and get your dad now. Okay. Dad? <sighs> it's Uncle Dave on the phone. What? Uncle yeah. Dave's on the phone. Not this again. Uncle Dave isn't with us anymore. He's on the phone. Max, Max, can you talk to him? What's your dinner? Uncle Dave's on the phone. Oh, Tiger, not this again. Your Uncle Dave was in an accident, remember? No, he's really on the phone this time. Your Uncle Dave is dead. Calm down, Steve. The child psychiatrist told us that this is just his way of coming to terms with it. Paul, Paul, love, come and watch Blue Planet. No, don't go watch Blue Planet, please. Paul. Sorry, Uncle Dave, you're imaginary. You're just my way of coming to terms with you. No, Paul, please, I'm nearly out of battery, please. Stay there, Paul, please. Oh, oh God, please, no. No, please, no. Oh, God, someone help. Help, I'm in here, I'm alive. Oh, please, someone help. I trust you are enjoying your mojitos? Oh yeah, lovely, thanks. Your cocktails are stunning. Well, that man over there, at the end of the bar, has sent you over these flutes of champagne. Oh! oh, oh. oh. God, who is he? Oh! That guy sitting at the bar? Indeed. Isn't that Hitler? It, it is Hitler! No, madam. He is a man dressed like Hitler. Well, we can't be seen to be accepting drinks from Hitler. It isn't actually Hitler. Well, it looks like Hitler from here. Well, he it's just a man dressed as Hitler. I mean, you can't turn down bubbly. What will people say? Maybe you'd like to send him a glass of whiskey to continue the flirting. No flirting. We came out for a nice couple of quiet drinks, not to have our ethics challenged by a fancy-dressed dictator. Oh, Terry, just drink it. We don't even have to talk to no, him. No, come on, Jill. We're leaving. Could, could I um, just pay for this evening's drinks, please? I'm sorry, madam. I can't accept your payment. Your drinks have already been paid for by that man dressed as Hitler. This is a nightmare. Well, he might be dressed as Hitler as a way of, of satirising him. Oh, right, OK. Well, I'm going to go and ask him. Uh, and also, where he gets off dressing up as Hitler and buying women drinks. I wouldn't, madam. What? Look around. He's surrounded by loyal stormtroopers. Oh, yeah, but they're just dressed as loyal stormtroopers. I wouldn't want to take a chance on it. Oh, well, if only there was some way we could go back in time and kill that man who was dressed as Hitler when he was a baby. Oh, well, who's the ethical monster now? Oh, don't stop. Jim, I'm just saying, you can't have it both ways. What? You can't kill a baby and then not take a drink of him. I'm not suggesting I personally kill the baby. Well, a man dressed as Goebbels has just sent you these wasabi peanuts. Oh, lovely. Look, oh, come on, Jim, you're lovely. Welcome aboard this luxury Seasun cruise. Ever played squash on the deck of a cruise ship? Now's your chance in our outdoor glass squash cube. But look out for breaks in the cloud. Temperatures within can reach 4,000 degrees Celsius in less than 10 seconds. Just a panettone, please. Chocolate or classic Italian? Oh, classic Italian, please. Mm, lovely gifts, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose so. Here you go. Shall I gift wrap it for you? Oh, it's not actually a gift. Who's it for? I get my grand one every Christmas. She loves it. I say to her, Gran, you're mad for panettone. And she says, yes. Oh, right, it's not a present. Sorry, I didn't realise English isn't your first language. Uh, who's it a gift for? 
I can speak English just fine. It's for me. I'm going to go home now, make a pot of tea and eat this panettone. <laughs> can you hear yourself? No one eats a panettone. You, you either leave it at the back of the cupboard until it goes hard or re-gift it the following year. Well, not me. So if you don't mind. I, I could understand it. Uh, maybe a stolen or, or a battered bow, but, but this? Shit. Sorry. It's not even Christmas. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I really can't get over this. And the sick thing is I've, I've helped you do this. You've wrote me into your perverted little schemer. I'm an accessory. I just like panettone. Yeah, I knew I should have left the shop months ago. I've got dreams. I'm sure you have. Now, if you could just pop the panettone in the bag. Stop saying panettone. Did you remind me of what I've done? You're just like Ghost Allen. Ghost Allen? Ghost of the guy I smothered. Thing I'm most ashamed of in my life. Actually, scratch that. I just sold someone a panettone. They're going to eat themselves. What's going on? Who are you? I own the shop. Why is Rob crying? She just bought a panettone. Okay. She's going to eat it herself. I'm calling the police. Really? There's no point. They won't believe it. You're right. It's at times like this that we have to resort to vigilante justice. Get out the ham slicer and set the thickness to human neck. Day one. So excited. Getting to work with a personal hero of mine, Dee Attenborough. Got my camera set up, pointing at the cave entrance... Just waiting for the bats now. Day two. Still no bats, but I've got some great shots of the cave opening. They're going to come up really nicely in the establishing shots of the bats' habitat, is what I think David Attenborough will say when he gets here. Day eight. It's been a batless week. Dilemma now. Have I got the right cave? And if it is the right cave, and I go in and check the cave, will my scent somehow repel the bats? The man to ask, of course, would be David A. But no sign of him so far. I'll just pop him a text. There's some info on how to work the telly there, and your tea and coffee things there. And if you want anything, any fresh towels, just swing down to the front desk. OK, thanks. OK, lovely. Yeah. Please enjoy your stay at the Hotel Gallipoli. Front desk. Hello, can I have some fresh towels sent up to room four, please? Yes, of course. Uh, oh, room four. Sorry, haven't I just checked you in? Yes, uh, a few seconds ago. Fresh towels, please. Uh, okay. And keep them coming, hot and fresh. Okay, I'll send up two. I'm sorry, is there a limit? I was told that if I want anything, including fresh towels, that I was to ring down to you on the desk? Uh, yes, of course, sir, that's fine. There's, um, there's no specific limit on towels. Oh, great, then keep them coming. C- can I just ask... Hot and fresh. Just bring the towels, thank you. Hot and fresh. It is just we don't have... So, your test results are in. Okay. And I'm afraid it's not great news. What is it? Don't sugarcoat it for me, I can take it. You've got a lazy eye. Yes, I know that. It's been like that since birth. And a set of lazy kidneys. You can't have a lazy kidney. Oh, I'm afraid our scans disagree. Your kidneys simply can't be asked. Not pulling their weight. Need to buck their ideas up. Oh, I see. And that's not all. Your pancreas is a total layabout, your gallbladder's phoning it in, and your large intestine can't be bothered. Is this common? The real thing to worry about here is your liver. Sounds bad. What's the matter with it? It's a wanker. 
Excuse me? Your liver is a wanker. An insufferable wanker. Right. Is that all? Not quite. You've also got smallpox. Lazy smallpox? No, no, no. Uh, highly organised and motivated smallpox. Absolutely on top of things. You'll be dead within a week. What? Surely something can be done? Ordinarily, maybe. But unfortunately, you've also got a very lazy doctor. No, no please. Please. But, uh, I'm off for a nap, so uh, I'll see you soon. Actually, probably not. <laughs> got a laugh, haven't you? <laughs> Welcome to Alpe Chevalsky Resort. Have a lunch at our Avalanche-themed lunch bar. Let out a yodel and start the gallons of bolognese cascading down the slope towards your waiting plate. Or mouth. Listen, I think we should get rid of the dog. Oh, can't get rid of the dog. It's the kid's dog. Exactly. It's theirs in theory, but do they ever walk it? Walking the dog is good for you. Is it? Starting every day picking up dog's mess in a plastic bag and discovering a dead body. Well, I definitely read somewhere that it decreases stress. Are you listening to me? I'm on a body a day. Yesterday I forgot to bring a little plastic poop bag. I had to pinch a bin liner. So? It was already full of torso. That's just what dog walking is like. I discovered dozens of bodies growing up walking Wergy. It didn't do me any harm. Plus, you get to meet other dog walkers. Oh, yeah, you're quite right. Only this morning I walked past this bloke. Morning, he says. Morning, says I. Wouldn't go that way, he says. Just found a body crawling with forensics. Oh, God. So I divert off the main path. Five yards later, I trip over a body and smash my thermo mug. You can borrow mine tomorrow. You're missing the point. This is why I gave up jogging. Y you said that was for your knee. My knee's fine. I was discovering dead bodies every morning. Didn't matter where I went, in the woods, by the towpath, the quarry, it's pleasureless and, if I may say, a little disturbing. Oh, things are wet. This is exactly why you need to get back out there. No, I need something else in my life. I need to relax. Okay. Um, something calming. Uh, ooh, how about metal detecting? You're kidding, right? Killers don't take their bullets home with them. I'll be digging up snitches and patsies left, right, and centre. Uh, punting. Punting. Okay. You sure that'll be relaxing? People don't dump bodies in punts, do they? In the back of a cold tub, maybe, but not a pleasure park. Day 21. Not a peep out of Senor Attenbergo for three weeks now. Hard to believe this is the way he usually operates. Wondering if I took his number down wrong. Or the rendezvous location. Best sit it out for now. What would really take the edge off would be seeing some bats. <laughs> Day 30. Woke up with what I thought was batshit on my bivouac and nearly went batshit myself. Until I checked the time-lapse camera and saw it was just a crapping parrot. I miss my mum. Also wonder if I should have finished my law degree after all. Victoria Sponge, Mum. Oh, yes, thanks, love. Uh, lemon drizzle for me, darling. So, Mum, we were rooting about in the attic earlier, and guess what we found? Oh, I don't know, love. Uh, etch a sketch? No, <laughs> it's a box of letters. The letters you and Dad sent each other back in the 1940s. So romantic. Oh, not now. <laughs> I, I need my glasses. Don't be silly, so. I can read them to oh, you. Oh, don't, don't. What? Thomas, put them down. Moira, did you just try and throw a lit candle at the box of letters? Please, don't read them. Don't be silly, Mum. No. Is it because they'll make you too emotional? No, not exactly. Look, this one has got a postmark from Tunisia. It must have been when, when Dad was posted out there. Mm. Do you know what? I think I've suddenly gone completely deaf. Dear Moira, how I miss you. Oh. How I miss you, my little sex pig. 
that first thing I'm going to do is bend you over the ottoman and thrash you with a ration book like an insubordinate POW. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to do the horizontal jitterbug. Every time I think of you, I fight my own personal battle of the bulge. Your ass is going to look like a black market peach. All my love, Admiral Sausage Hammer. name for him. P.S. I grabbed this letter all over my groin and asked. Yeah, he would insist on doing that. this luxury CSUN cruise. It's time for our captain's table lottery announcement. Congratulations, cabin 37B. Tonight, you dine with Captain Diamontanus and his special guest, disgraced sports journalist, Frank Boff. Come in. Hello, I've got these towels for you, sir. Oh, thank you. Hot? Yes, I've worn them for you. Fresh? Well, depends what exactly you mean by fresh. Fresh? Yes, I suppose they're fresh. Aren't fresh. Okay, well, I'll leave them here. Um, just ring down if you need anything else. Thank you. Hello, Fred Hello, can I have some fresh towels sent to room four, please? More towels? Aren't fresh. I'm sorry, sir. I will have... actually got stuck in the lift. This doesn't happen in real life, surely. It only happens in films. Calm down. Oh. Listen, the engineers will be here now. I heard that in almost 90% of cases of people stuck in lifts, the people end up having sex. Oh, Pete. What? I'm just saying, you can't argue with statistics. What, how many of those 90% were in glass lifts, do you think, Pete? That's the point. And has someone farted? Sorry, oh. the excitement got to me. Oh, for God's sake, Pete. Sorry, I... I fart when I get aroused. Oh, so. wow. Welcome to Alp the Chevalsky Resort. For advanced skiers, Concussion Boulevard is now open. If you can remember it, you weren't there. Welcome aboard this luxury Seasun cruise. Board of the Upper Deck Bourgeoisie, Head to the dank bottommost deck where cheery, poverty-stricken Gaelic types are hosting a 24-hour folk hop and barn dance. Who knows? You might even bang one. Carol, please send in Mr. Townsend. <laughs> what the hell? You've just kicked down my door. Sorry, Doctor. I've also kicked down the main door into the building, the door into your reception area, and the mini door to your receptionist's desk area. I see. Take a seat. So, Mr. Townsend... I think I can see what your problem is. Kicking down doors. Yes. Why do you think you feel compelled to do this? Force of habit. 30 years in the police. Kicking in criminals' doors every morning. It just comes naturally to me now. Uh, excuse me, where does that door lead? To a side room. <laughs> Coats and books. Yes, I can see that because I've kicked the door down. Sorry. Tell me, are there certain kinds of door you kick in more than others? Not really. Internal doors, external doors, back doors, shed doors, sliding doors, folding doors, car doors, the patio doors of my niece's doll's house. I kick them all in because that's just how I get through a door. Is that a small fridge next to your desk? Yes, I use it. <laughs> Bottles of water, a can of coconut yogurt. I can see that because I've just kicked your mini fridge door down. Oh, God, I'm sorry. You must be hard to live with. Are you married? I was. Unfortunately, she was employed in an advent calendar warehouse, picked her up from work and spent the next 96 hours kicking down mini-doors. By the time I'd finished, she'd drawn up the divorce papers. Right, Mr Townsend. 
the bad news is your condition cannot be cured. But I can do something to help you. Oh, thank God. I'm going to recommend beaded door curtains. Okay. Yes, I want you to go and buy some and install them throughout your home instead of doors. The more you kick a beaded door curtain, the more it just swirls about in a soothing way. It makes you feel like you're in a holiday villa or in the home of somebody very left-wing. Thank you so much. One last thing. I don't think my receptionist, Carol, wants to see you again as she finds you slightly terrifying. Would you mind leaving via the window? How are you with windows? I make sure they are firmly shut and then usually I grab someone and throw them through it. Then I forward roll through after them, force of habit. Sorry about this! Mr Townsend, put me down. Don't throw me through that sash window, they're very expensive to repair! Absolutely right, this punting is delightful. Mm. If anything, it's a little uneventful. No, no, it's just right. Hang on. What? Uh, Paul's caught on something. Just give it a yank, it'll just be some weeds or something. Oh, no. It's a body. I've got him dislodged a bloody body. It's a body. It'll just be a big carp or something. Have I seen a carp wearing Reeboks? A, a carp tangled up with some Reeboks. And a set of headphones? Well, notoriously tangly, aren't A carp they? with a beard. A beard which is in turn attached to a face, which in turn is attached to a head and a neck and a whole body. I knew you'd be snippy today, and that's proved right. There we go. Off you go. Well, this is not relaxing. Yeah, well, you've been like this since breakfast, and we didn't even have a dead body then, did we? Well, we've got a dead body now, haven't yeah, we? Well, I've been stressed for well, years. The whole bloody lake knows about it. Day 49. I've left a bit of malt loaf out to try and lure Attenborough and or bats out of the cave. Could he have been in there the whole time? If he's playing games with me, I'll have him. Hello, Dr. Mendez speaking. <laughs> Doctor... You have to help me. Ah, Mr Townsend. What's going on? Are you OK? I went to John Lewis to buy some beaded curtains for my doorways, like you recommended. Good. But the entrance to the shop is a revolving door. Oh, no, 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 no. So, of course, I went to kick it in. And now I'm just sort of kicking it down forever in an infinite door-kicking circle. I'm sorry. This is really, really bad. I, I, I should have warned you. What can I do? I'm sorry. There's, there's nothing you can do. Um, past experience tells me that you'll be stuck in a loop kicking it down forever. I'm going to sue you for medical negligence. Don't worry, I feel terrible about this. I'm considering suing myself. Uh, so I'm just stuck here? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm already bored of it. And hopefully you'll collapse soon. Yeah. Hopefully sweet death will come soon to yeah. me. Yeah, you'll be kicking down the doors of heaven in no time. Yeah, yeah although according to Deuteronomy, heaven has a revolving door, in which case uh, you'll be the same problem again. God, I never realised being a nun would be so intense. <laughs> yeah, it's hard work, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, still, it's only our first week, so hopefully we'll just get used to it. Yeah. Um, listen, I just looked up celibacy in the dictionary. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it doesn't mean what I thought it did. No? Oh, let me look. Oh, crap. Yeah. Could you look up vow and see if that means what we thought it did? OK, yeah, here we um, go. Oh, no, yeah. Vow means vow. Oh, so. oh. Maybe we can do it. Maybe we get to do it on Christmas Day. Do you think they'll Easter? Well, they've got to do it for Easter, haven't they? Good Friday. That's what's made. That's what's called Good Friday. Day 87. My bat suit arrived today. It's tight around the groin and face, but at least I feel like a bat in it. Sleeping upside down is even harder than it sounds. I've now got a very red face and withered legs.
Don't worry, Bosun. I'm sure I've told you before. I'm pretty cool in a crisis. Aye, aye, Captain, but your orders, please. The ship is taking on water. We've activated the bilge pumps and all watertight doors are shut. But what next, sir? Chill your boots. Look at me. Cool in a crisis. Yes, sir. Very inspiring. I have to admit, I'm feeling a bit edgy myself because the ship is sinking. It's quite simple. Sir? Would you describe our current situation as a crisis? Very much so. Well, Bosun, this being a crisis, I would advise you to stay cool. I'm not sure it counts as staying cool in a crisis if you're not actually engaging with the actual crisis. We're sinking, Captain. Do I give the orders to abandon ship? What do I do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If you say stay cool, I will smash you in the face with this antique telescope. Which, of course, would simply be another crisis. And me being me, I'll stay cool. You're not staying cool in a crisis, sir. You're staying cool despite a crisis. Your captain's in a state of denial in a crisis? Sounds like a crisis to me. My advice? Stay cool. Undo your collar, maybe. Then another button. Why not a third? Maybe roll up your sleeves or simply undo the cuffs and let them swing wide. I'm going to pull out a deck chair, put on a Michael Bublé CD and stay cool with a Long Island iced cucumber. I'm assuming command of the ship, sir. Abandon ship. All hands, abandon ship. What a stress head. Trouble at home? Not me. I'm staying cool. Mm. Now the bridge is filling up with water. And what could be cooler than going for a dip in a room full of cool Arctic seawater? Filling up steady and cool like a foot spa for your lungs and water. Or maybe I'll just pop about in my very own hypothermia. Shoes off, Johnny. You can have a cartoon while I fix your teeth. Yeah! Well done again, Johnny. He did do well, didn't he? <sighs> too well, I think. Well, you can't do too well at a school prize day. Gavin! gives an eight-year-old a Lifetime Achievement Award. He's currently experiencing the sort of levels of self-esteem that'll turn him into a guaranteed arsehole. Good on the CV, though. He doesn't need a CV for another decade. He'll rest on his laurels and spend the rest of his life bragging about being a historically significant eight-year-old, a smug little bastard. His acceptance speech was a little faux-humble. Yeah, yeah, and there was no mention of us in it. Where does he think he gets his crayons from? You're right. But what do we do with him? It's not as if we can just wipe his memory. What's the pity? No. We have to ruin him. Reputation-wise. I mean, for his own good. Strip those laurels so that there's nothing to rest on. <laughs> yes. A smear campaign. Shatter everything he's built. So he has to start again. Yep. And then we'll have ourselves a nice, normal eight-year-old without the high levels of self-regard of a nailed-on bellend. What'll it be? Tell his teachers we were the ones who recreated the biotapestry in pasta and glue? No, no, no. I've got this. We send him on a French exchange as a reward. Let's see how far he gets past a sniffer dog in Calais with a kilo of heroin in his lunchbox. He's going to make us proud. God, I love that kid. Johnny, can you pop your fingerprints on this freezer bag for me? Welcome aboard this luxury Seasun Cruise. Please note, Chris Akabusi is not employed by luxury Seasun Cruises. If he asks you to chase him around the upper deck for money, please alert a steward. Come in! Hello, um, about your more towels. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello? Oh, sorry, I can't see you. I'm behind here. Behind the huge pile of towels? The fresh towels, yes. Are you sure you need more towels? Yes, leave them there. Where? On the towels. Right. I see. More towels, please. We, we don't have any more towels left. <laughs> towels. We, we drafted in towels from surrounding hotels. We've sent off for new towels, but we can't keep up. Towels, towels, fresh towels. What about this? A towelling bathrobe. It's been on the towel radiator, so it's hot. And fresh? 
Yes, yes, it's hot and fresh. It's, it's just like a towel, really. <laughs> Sorry, for a moment there I thought you were trying to fob me off with a bathrobe. It's, it's made of toweling. No bathrobe for me, only towels. Hot, fresh towels. <laughs> oh, hot and fresh. 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 Day 157. Okay, I am sick of being blanked by female bats. Maybe I have to finally accept that I am sonar ugly. Might have to call that tree weasel I was banging a fortnight ago. Little tip. I've got some supermarket popcorn in my trousers. Gerald one, system nil. I'm sorry, but you can't go to a cinema and eat popcorn from a different establishment. Oh, God, you're so painfully obedient, aren't you? I was only following the orders. It's a bit harsh to compare me to a Nazi. You say that, but if you'd been around in Germany in the 1930s, I have no doubt you'd have been first in the queue to sign up for the Hitler Youth. You always try and win arguments by telling people they would have been energetic Nazis, which is irritating because there's no way of proving it one way or the other. Actually, now there is. I've got a new app which tells you exactly what you'd have got up to if you'd been around in Germany in the 1930s. I just need to record you stating an opinion, and it extrapolates the Nazi data from that. And it's recording. Go for it. OK, so if everyone brought their own popcorn to the cinema, the cinemas would lose money and would have to shut down, meaning everyone would be worse off in the long run. OK, now it takes a minute to calculate. Right, according to the app, if you'd been alive in Germany in the 30s, you would have been the Gebäckenführer for the entire German army. Sounds bad. What's, what's a Gebäckenführer? Head of pastries. Oh. Still a Nazi, though. Yeah, but a relatively harmless one. Your turn. Actually, you know what? I don't approve of this kind of thing. I think these apps, are, it's a bit of fun, but these apps, there's no, there's no truth to them, is there? I mean, you know, we can't think for ourselves anymore now <laughs> without an app. I've got the app too, and I recorded that opinion. Let's see what it says about you. Holy shit. You'd have been a sadistic submarine commander who downed 12 Allied ships, including the HMS Fearless. My grandfather died on that, you bastard! Oh, God. Eventually, Hitler sends you a telegram saying, Calm down, mate, it's only a war. Worst of all, you'd still be alive today, working as a dentist in Argentina. Well, not anymore, you wouldn't have been! Come here, give me get off me! Fat lucky yours is gonna squeak! Get off me, pops up! Yeah, at least I didn't make pastries for anyone! Yeah, we just Welcome to Alpe de Ski Resort. To all the spectators watching the skiing, don't bother. We've got a DVD of the best collisions playing in the mulled wine lounge. Crunch on a cheese straw while watching someone crunch their thorax. Oh, this is more like it. Oh, the Bavarian Alps on a crisp, cold day. A log fire and a log cabin and a chocolate log. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and best of all, there's no area in the world with a lower murder oh. rate. Oh. Not a dead body in sight. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> Peaceful, isn't it? Mm. Just you, me, and that very quiet German man slumped in the corner. Oh, come off it! What? How long has he been here? You decided not to mention it. It's just all day, I just was tired. He's got a crowbar coming out of his neck. Small Scenes starred Daniel Rigby, Jessica Ransom, Carrie Ad Lloyd, Henry Packer and Mike Wozniak. It was written by Benjamin Partridge, Mike Wozniak and Henry Packer, with additional material by the cast. It was produced by Simon Mayhew Archer. It was a BBC comedy production. Day 5024. 
finally got 3G. Got an email from Attenborough. Turns out the bat project was cancelled 15 years ago. Oh well, at least I've got my lovely bat wife, Squeakalina. Come to me. Come to me, Squeakalina. Yeah. Yes, suckle. Suckle on me. <laughs> she thinks I'm her mum. <laughs>